Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Bougie and Unbothered, Yay. here where we give a voice to the Sophisteratchets, we talk about living our best lives, and some of the pitfalls that come with uh, privilege with no responsibility. So, I am Sasha. I'm Kim. Yes, and <laughs> so we're going to just get us started, Kim, because you know what? I've been thinking about... Really trying to be a better me in 2018, even though we're all ready almost in May. Um, and thinking and reflecting back on some of the experiences I had last year with dating and how I kind of inadvertently found myself being the side chick in a couple of situations. Unintentional I, side chick. Unintentional <laughs> side chick. I had no idea until I found out. And so it took it took a lot of reflecting to really kind of realize like maybe what I was doing wrong. But I know that you are like my personal relationship guru, so I figured we could share this with the world, all those learnings that you pass on to me, even <laughs> though I was hiding it from you for a while because I was a little ashamed, but you know. Well, I wouldn't say relationship guru, but you know, I can analyze a situation in 30 seconds. That's how it is. And so <laughs> just, just give me some top line details and I'll be able to give you my read on exactly what, what, where the man is coming from and how it's going to work out for you. Yeah, no, you really did. You you retroactively broke it down for me. <laughs> <laughs> if only if only I actually went to you at the time. Because you didn't want to believe me. You didn't want to listen to the truth. Yeah, no, I just thought I was living right. I just thought that I was doing everything right. You no, know, I know. A lot of people do. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So we'll use my uh, past experiences as an example. And then maybe you can break down some ways that people can find themselves as the inadvertent side chick. Mm -hmm. And then we'll see where the discussion takes us. But the first situation that I found myself in was I was I met a lovely what I thought was a lovely man, gentleman, investment banker of Caribbean descent, holy grail. Had mm -hmm. similar humor, like similar things. And so we exchanged numbers and then just kind of started talking from there. And it was just really, really great conversation. Um, we talked like for hours the first like week or two. I had to travel. So it was like a couple of weeks of just chatting. And so we go on our first date. So he lived in the city. I lived in the burbs. He was willing to come to me because he drove so he wanted to take me out to the movies. So I'm taking my notes, mind you, so because, <laughs> because I'm going to deconstruct this. For okay. I don't <laughs> usually come across city yeah. folk that like to come to the suburbs. Usually it's me going to the city and I love the city. So I don't I usually don't mind. But, you know, he was willing to come to me. Why not? I ain't going to fight it. So we're supposed to go to the movies. We ended up like he ends up picking me up. We go. Um, turns out we didn't end up making the movie, but we ended up like kind of sitting down and chatting and like having dinner and stuff and so conversation was going great laughs galore I was really enjoying myself and then something just came to me where I just uh, happened to ask and I don't usually ask but I was like oh well tell me about your last relationship like when was your last relationship because I would oh honey you can tell me this wasn't about to be my next man so <laughs> after the first date after the first date That's yes the, and that we that herein lies the date. problem <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> So, you know, he he just kind of pauses, has this weird look on his face, and it's just like, yeah, so 
about that. I'm actually currently still in a relationship. I pause to wait for him to bust out laughing at the joke I'm sure he just made. Only for him to like still hit me with the stone cold serious face Mm -hmm. staring right back at me. So, of course, I'm just like, are you joking? Like, what's going on? And then we proceed to talk about it. So I'm just like, so where's she think you are right now? Like, mm-hmm. what, what exactly is going on here? So his, his whole, long story short, his whole justification for why he was out with me and seemed to not feel any guilt was because they were having problems. She knew that they were in a bad place and they haven't been intimate in months. So she has to know that they're in a terrible place and he doesn't even think they're going to make it until like, you know, for the next couple of months, like he sees the writing on the wall. But I have a decision to make is what he tells me. Mm-hmm. He's a pro. Oh, isn't he? Mm-hmm. So I just let him know, you know, the decision isn't mine. Of course, like that was the last time I saw him. Um, but then I started to think about, you know, our last couple of weeks in our correspondence and like, or mainly how we spoke. And I also noticed other things. Like one of the things he spoke to me about at first was how he was like purchasing a home. That was one mm-hmm. of the things that I was like super impressed by. Mm-hmm. Because you don't really come across that i mean a caribbean american first generation guy from the bronx i think he was or from uptown new york um looking to buy a home and is an investment banker Mm -hmm. okay like that is definitely something you don't come across every day and then he was also after hours driving uber to kind of save up for the house so i was just like oh his work ethic is crazy (laughs) (laughs) you read this situation all wrong but go ahead (laughs) I was so impressed with the work ethic. I was just like, bless you. I was just like. Ooh. Oh, thought another one was coming. Sorry. Oh, right. <laughs> I was ready with that. God bless you. <laughs> but, you know, I was just like, you know, I was I was just like, you know, you're, you're a hard worker and I appreciate that. I definitely want somebody who values work. I want somebody. Oh, and you who gave lo- him kudos, too? Well, I mean, in my mind, I don't remember if I said that, that or not, but I definitely in my mind was just like, he's a hard worker and that's mm-hmm. great. And that's definitely something that I want. So those were things that actually like caught my attention. Um, but then when I brought them to you, you. I saw know. red flags all over this. Oh. It was flag on the play from start to finish. Ugh. So I don't know if anyone else has been taking their notes while Sasha was explaining <laughs> her situation. But he, these are some of the, the, the red flags that I had and some um, follow-up questions that I had for her. So the first thing is, um, in terms of your conversations, what type of conversation, when was he contacting you? Were you just texting or were you having phone calls? Um, or a combination of both? combination of both. Um, he definitely would like text me during his work hours when mm-hmm. he was like at the job, but then he he would call me. Mm-hmm. Um, he would usually call me in between rides when he was doing Uber in the evening mm-hmm. or like when he was on the way to the gym and stuff like that. Right. And that's a red flag because a man constantly calling you while he's in transition or in transit is a man that has somebody at home <laughs> <laughs> because there's no reason why he can't contact you when he's stationary like did he ever contact you like late at night or early in the morning when he was home not in the house so i mean it would be late at night so i guess one of the 
when she would sleep or out with her girlfriends or when he was when he was driving so Mm. it would just be like he would be driving any kind of hour and like for me with my regular nine to five you know i'm i'd be in bed by like 12 right so it's just like he could still be on the road by then i'm not thinking anything of it no i very much like i don't care what time it is you call me when you get home like i don't want (laughs) to talk to you while you're in between rides i want to talk to you while you're on your way to the gym like i'm i'm not doing that you call me when you're in the house and don't call me from the bathroom either like i could hear the i don't want to hear that no echo yeah in the i don't want no don't call me nope. from the closet why <laughs> exactly. so right. right 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 no i i want you to be in an open living area <laughs> space like that's so i was like that's a flag better for me. still call me from the bed okay yes yes when you about to fall asleep that's right so that was a red flag um for me the other red flag was when you said that he would travel to you Mm-hmm. Because he doesn't want you in his space. He's like a New York guy is not going to want to go to Jersey. Word up. Because there's nothing in Jersey for a New Yorker. So for him to want to actively go to Jersey, he's hiding something. So I wouldn't want no man to be traveling to me in general. It doesn't even matter where it is outside of New York or Jersey. I want you to invite me to where you are in your space and you open yourself up to me. So I don't want you coming to me. I want us to find a neutral area or I want you to invite me to your zone. So that already, I didn't like that. I, I, I thought that that was another flag on the play. Fair. I thought the idea of the movies, the movies should never even come into consideration. I definitely hate the movies as a first no. date, to be honest. He don't want to talk to you and he don't want to seek you. He don't want to talk to you. He don't want to see you. But he's not seeing you. He's looking at a screen. He's not looking at you. I definitely think it's a lazy date. But at the same time, I want the man to put the effort into planning a date. So I agree. In lieu of me planning the date. Yeah, but that I'll needs to be the off movie. the table. Oh. No, but no, set your standard. You can plan whatever you want, but the movies is not a, is not an option. So we're going to definitely hold on to set your standard because I think that that's yes. genius. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so yes. What other and, red flags did you see? And then the other red flag that I had... Um, was the house the purchasing of the home oh i know you had a lot to say (laughs) i i do not believe that a single eligible bachelor is going to buy a two-family home in um the suburbs gotta be two family (laughs) well that's what i envisioned (laughs) (laughs) well that's what i envisioned and in my mind i was like there is no reason why this man is going to make a large purchase like that and he's an n of one like that makes no sense like a man is going to purchase a home when he has a significant other and they're going to weigh in because for the most part, and this is coming back to my gender roles and how I feel about things, but I feel like men don't make big purchases like that if they're intending to be in a relationship, which it sounds like he's always intended to be in a relationship because he has to consider the woman. So a woman is not going to want to move into a man's bachelor pad or his ready-made home. She's going to want to build a home for herself. So that to me was all, there was always somebody else in the equation and him trying to, and him trying to say that they had problems with this situation. Oh, well, I'll that tell was you. Obviously trash. Well, it wasn't. I think that he very much showed his hand in terms of you know it was early and how he felt. I always feel like if somebody cares about you enough, they'll lie to you, and he didn't care enough to lie. So it was very much like he put his cards out there and he flipped oh, he the was table. Definitely and he was offering the, ta- the side chick role to me. He was, like, and he put it out there. To me. Yeah, like this is this is this is this is the position that's available for you, and it's not the main. And he was never you going to, right. and he was never going to leave his wife, no matter how many problems oh, no. that he had or whatever they were. And especially, we're Caribbean, so we understand that Caribbean descent. 
that man was not going to leave her. They would just be living in the house together, doing their own thing, and coming back and sleeping in the same bed at night. Like, that was just never going to change. So he never had Absolutely. the, like, so that was never a situation. It don't matter how long they weren't talking or how, how much problems they had, he was not going to leave her. So this whole maybe they might last and not last, that was never going to happen. Oh, absolutely. I mean, to me, because to me, at the, end, at the end of the day, you know, there's nothing, quote unquote, stopping you from leaving her now. Right. Like, this whole, it's not going to last a couple of months. Like, you know, F out of here. It's like dramatic. Exactly. Like, please. So, and I have a decision to make. And I was just like, well. I thought that was I, genius. I have. I thought it was foolishness. I thought it was, I was genius. Like, you just I wasted love, your gas. But I love how he flipped it on you. Like, he didn't make it about him. He made it about you. Now you have to make the choice. Well, thank now- the Lord. <laughs> I am the stubborn person that I am. I mean, yeah, you I have, am, you have your standards. And you are, but, but that, to me, that tells you what he's been encountering out here because obviously okay. like that that's been the proposition that he's offered and you don't put something out there unless you know someone's gonna take it and someone's probably been taking it oh that's some so- real life stuff right there <laughs> so i mean i think that they were red flags all along and i think it's absolutely hilarious how the positives in this situation were complete ne- i processed them as complete <laughs> negatives well for the record folks I am from Jersey. <laughs> it's not that astronomically insane for a person to, but I do think to your point, you did mention this before, um, that if a guy is going to purchase a home, it's likely go- going to be something like a two family where like they live upstairs or they live on a floor and they're renting out the second floor because right. that does happen a lot. And I right. do know people, you know, single people in Jersey that do that where, you know, they it's an investment property right. in, in addition to being the resident. But he didn't sell it like that. He that didn't was, sell it like that. that he that wanted a man cave and that all was, that. That was his that home. <laughs> yeah, it was his home. <laughs> yes. He was going to, like, garden and, you know, the home Exactly. Yard. And he doesn't do that Some by himself. in the garden. He's not. He's like not that. doing He's not going from the Bronx to Long Island by himself. That's not going to happen. That, I mean, that'll never happen. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Naivete. Well. <laughs> <Wishful> thinking. <laughs> I love how you label me the man basher, but yeah, and so my pure mind. <laughs> yeah, well, you are the man basher because you don't see the flags, and then afterwards I you're get mad. Very mad. Yeah, but you should be <laughs> mad at yourself because he showed you his cards, and you chose to see you chose to see it in a completely different light. I just don't think like you New Yorkers think, which is I don't like, think it's even so a New York thing. Negative. I re- I read into every situation. You do. I do. You're you're very good at I that. Re- I want to know if you call me from. So I want. I'm thinking about why you're calling me from there. No, that's what, that's a really like, good. That's a good. Trait. And so I have to think about exactly because I'm looking at what your motivation is, like, and where you're coming from. I appreciate. I appreciate you drop some jewels. <laughs> don't call me in transit because I that's really didn't really one. think that much about that. Um, but here's so here's my other situation, which was a little bit different. Now this one mm-hmm. was a lot more sophisticated. Now, of course, after that first situation, I thought I was done for the year. So you just <laughs> threw the whole year away? Oh, I did. Oh, I threw the entire. It was in May, honey. <laughs> yeah, by May I was just like I'm done for the year. Um, but I was out again, and I happened to like meet this other gentleman who like folks. I'm taking notes again for Sasha's situation, so we'll keep tabs in terms of comparing notes to see if we see red flags <laughs> she didn't see because that's the common theme. Go ahead. So I was out, met this guy. Um, was out with friends, met him at a bar, um, and he was of African descent. Um, he was Ivory Coast mm-hmm. from on the Ivory Coast. Mm-hmm. Um, and so 
kind of similar story like hit it off pretty cool had a cool conversation exchange information and we followed up now one thing i will give credit where credit was due um he did call me he asked me what i like to do he asked Mm -hmm. me what types of things like i enjoyed um what my interests were so that he could plan the first date um so that's all he needed to do to have you tripping over yourself okay okay all right <laughs> that's I mean, what it's already know. tripping over my you know <laughs> you, you, you see the conclude you know <laughs> listen there's a phrase that we like to say jump out the window yes kim will position herself on the ledge right <laughs> and will swan dive out the window based on like two bits of information yes. now i need you to come back and, on the ledge now. no because you already said that you want a man to plan the first day so i know you so in I your do. mind he ch- he cra- he scratched he that off the box. list so you were just too excited that Not he did excited. that but you i appreciated it you but you know what he he passed that he passed that initial hurdle he passed the hurdle right it was, it was a hurdle and he passed it course he didn't use none of that information for the date side note but (laughs) so he just asked just for a reference and threw it all out okay all right that's even funnier (laughs) he said all right thanks for thanks for that but fuck all of us fuck everything you wanted okay (laughs) oh you like italian we gonna go get wings okay (laughs) thanks for that all right. <laughs> you know my list of stuff I like to do was like so extra too. I was oh, like, I oh, I like to do rock wall climbing. Did you? So you lied. No, I do like that. What? When, was, when have you ever climbed a damn rock? Middle school. <laughs> so that was over two decades ago. So now you know you don't got it. You like, no. <laughs> so now, now, now I want to know more about the list. I, you know, I never even prosecuted this list before because I didn't realize you want to talk about jumping out the window. You just accused like, Hello Pot, me Kettle. You just told me I jumped out the window. What Listen. else was on your list as potential first dates? I said live music or live entertainment, which I, do- I mean, who doesn't love that? I don't. <laughs> I, I don't you just like i just you just aged yourself with that i just feel like it's a Age? very long intimate night um with, like, a excuse band. me person that goes to concerts all the time <laughs> yes but that's WWE. not live music but that's not live music. our concert is not live music it's i need not, you to really process <laughs> is they lip syncing? Yes, which that's enter- live entertainment. All right, all right, all right, all right. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, a concert would do. I'm thinking like a jazz band. Like you see, that's what I have like a set okay. idea in my mind. You know, listen, Sorry. exactly. All right. Conclusion jumper. You're like every meme I'm gonna ever. Take, I'm gonna take it back about jumping to conclusion. Hashtag when he texts me <laughs> when he delays the text for, for five minutes. Me jumping to conclusion. Oh, that's, I, that, so that's a whole that's a whole conversation in number. Well, any who's we're gonna get off the list yes. because I think we're digressing. So anyway, <laughs> I need no, no. I need you to tell me. Just we'll do a whole list. conversation about the list. No, just say two more things that we'll I don't even remember the rest of the list. Bible. Okay. All right, okay. I'm gonna let you off. You just wanted to get off of it. But no, it's Bible. Fine. I don't remember the rest okay. of the list. However, so we go on the date, cool date, whatevs. We ended up like hanging out for a couple of months. So what is a couple of months? A couple of months is a couple of months, like two months. Two months, and how often yeah. would you see him? Um, probably like once a week or so. Okay. And would he come see you? Sometimes like it would be like two times a week or it was like not, it was sporadic. He would come see you? He would. (coughs) Y'all would go outside or he would come to your place? 
Um, both. So okay. the first few times we we went out. Okay. Um, the second time we hung out, we actually met his friends mm-hmm. slash like his roommate. Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't trust because of course men lie for each other, so right. that doesn't mean anything to me. I mean, women was, lie for each other too. We all. I mean, we all lie for each <laughs> yeah. other. I mean, okay. I lie for everybody. But um, you know, so that didn't really mean too much. But that was cute or whatever. Um, and then the third time we hung out. Um, his brother lives like not too far from where I live in Jersey. So he invited me over there mm-hmm. Went to his brother's place. He had friends there. Um, so that was like the third hangout. We were all like watching TV, like shooting the shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think the fourth time he came to my place and cooked for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a few times after that, like I, I'd gone to his brother's house a few times, um, met his brother's wife, met, the children mm-hmm. i did go to a work happy hour one time too and met his mm-hmm. co-workers so again like i definitely didn't have any crazy red flags going off because i was just out here meeting everybody in this man's life mm-hmm. and he ain't met nobody from mine um but i disagree i have red flags on the play all over i, I mean i mean i know <laughs> do you see this, like, you see this so, <laughs> it's i mean this whole encounter sounds normal doesn't it it no. does. Okay. So, anyways, um, I will say on the very first date, he said that he was divorced. He definitely used the term divorced. Um, I didn't dig. And as time went on, I didn't think I needed to because I'm meeting everybody under the sun mm-hmm. with the exception of his folks. One other thing. He actually did actually have me on the phone with his daughter. He did have um, a child. How old is a daughter? Six or seven. Not old enough to care. Go ahead. it doesn't matter (laughs) (laughs) so you know that happened or whatever so i'm you know i'm over here thinking that we're building a cute little situation um one time immediately after he had come to my place and we spent time together literally like probably six hours after he left my house i get a phone call um uh, I don't. I didn't pick up, but the voice, the woman left a voicemail, and she sounded French. Um, I don't know no French people. Mm-hmm. I don't know anybody with a French accent. And the only thing that triggered for me is it has to be somebody associated with this man mm-hmm. because he speaks French. So right. I'm just like, literally, I'm just like, oh shit. So I call the number back. I get. I connect with the woman, and so she's just like, yes, this is um, Mel's wife. Mm-mm-mm. And. I'm just like, I'm sorry, what? Mm-mm. You mean his ex-wife? Mm-hmm. And no, she, she introduced no, she, herself no, correctly. She, she, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So she's like, no, 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 no we're still married. Mm-hmm. Thank God. I, w- I was in my car. Thank God I was already at my apartment building. So I parked. And mm-hmm. so I had a whole conversation with this poor woman in my car. Um, and so she's just like, yeah, I saw text messages between you guys. And I just got jealous. Uh-huh. And I just, I really wanted to kind of see what was going on. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like wait a minute so of course i had to just clarify one more time so we get into a conversation um turns out they were separated indeed <clears throat> he was living legally or fake separated girl i don't know i know he, they were living in fake di- separated i think fake separated mm-hmm. they were living in different locations mm-hmm. but from her perspective they were working on their marriage of course um and obviously it's like you had enough access to his phone that exactly. you were able to scroll through it so Absolutely. i didn't question that um so, you know, from her perspective, they're working on their marriage. They're still intimate. Like, he's trying to work his way back to the house. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's basically, 
telling me that they separated because she had issues with fidelity with him in the past. And mm-hmm. so that's what, like, you know, broke the, the family up. Um, so she wanted to. I sang like a bird. I definitely told her everything. Yeah. Um, and I was like, you know, apologetic and that I don't do this kind of thing and whatever. So anyways, long story short, that's hard to get weird because she definitely wanted, like, me to help catch him in the lie with her oh, and to like tag team God. what more do oh, you want i had to end up blocking her because honestly <laughs> i did i was just like you know she was crying on the phone with me and i was just like you know kind of helping her through it together. and you i was just, helping her well i this felt reminds bad me, oh my God, this reminds me of the movie with cameron diaz where um she was the unintentional side mm-hmm. chick and then the wife found out but then they ended up becoming friends and they basically put together a plan to- oh yeah, yes, yeah, 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 yes. yeah 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 so i think she wanted that okay um okay. and i i was just like you have my word that i will never speak to him again but i can't you be any parts your, of this you giving her your word too Sheesh. I was just like, yeah, if things pan out to be true, like, you know. If things pan out to be true, why would you think that she lied? Would lie? Actually, no, I believed her, but you know, you never really know. But even still, why would you even want a man that has a woman calling your phone with this drama? Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm you, about you to jump in on, my You know, you stay in your seat <laughs> and you hone in on the wrong thing. The, re- no, the, the I, fact of the matter is... It, the situation was dead. I don't want no man with no woman calling right. my phone, and I don't want no situation Good. where people are sitting there stuck together. As far as I'm concerned, she can have his ass. So, I did help her through the cry. Oh it was a God. real guttural cry, and I definitely wanted to, like, you know, talk her through it because I felt I felt her pain and I felt bad for her. So I told her who I met. I told her that she needs to watch herself around his family because they clearly don't have no respect for her. And he don't have no respect for her either. And I can't tell her what decisions to make. But ultimately, this man don't got no respect for you, nor does his family. Because as far as I'm concerned, he has me around. She don't respect herself. Well, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I'm like, me, you, you tell her something that don't matter. She, he don't respect her. She don't respect herself. That's why he don't respect her. That I don't know how you can hand. bring some other woman around your family that has to see this person. And I think smile it's up very, in her face. I think it's very easy. So I had flags, not as many flags as the last one, but I had red flags come up. Okay. Also, I feel like he he brought you around everybody and was you. He had you in everybody else's house except his own house. You're right. So that already. T- I don't want to be in everybody else's house. I still don't know where you rest your head at. So that tells me that that's a distraction. So you trying to make me feel like you're bringing me into your world <laughs> when you're not. Because at the end of the day, those people don't have any allegiance to her, you, or anyone else other than him. They follow the G code as far as I'm concerned. And, you know, I'm with it. Like, they they, <laughs> they, they went along with it. They, she, he shepherded you in. He shepherded her in. They keep their mouth shut, and they smiled, and they just kept it moving. So I feel Women, like at the we end need of the a day, code for each other. PI. <laughs> like, like, I thought somebody would blink twice at me or something. And let me know. Why didn't he do that? He obviously he has a system. The fact that he did that and brought you around his coworkers, this is what he normally does. I can't believe the coworkers either. Why? Like every everybody, everybody should be. It was happy hour. But why? They? Why are you absolving? Why does everyone else? Oh no, he's a mess. Of course, he's a mess. He's he's out here having a good time. He's living his best life. Okay. So I didn't. Best I, life, no responsibility. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. <laughs> and then I felt like the. For him to want to travel to you and see you, I felt like the weekly or the one or two times a week, mm, that tells me that he got other responsibilities. 
I always look at frequency also because at the end of the day, let's be very honest, you are accessible, Sasha, right? You don't have no kids. You have your own apartment. You have your own car. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have anything that's going to preclude you from him being able to spend time with you. Right. So the fact that, and he's coming to you, so at the end of the day, he has no barriers. The only barrier that he has is splitting his time with somebody else. So you think, so what do you feel like is an ideal frequency? Because that's not abnormal for me to see someone who, like... And when was he seeing you? During the week or the weekend? Um, Both. Saturday night? No. So, Saturday night is prime time. And if you, and if a man is not trying to block your Saturday night, at least a week in advance, that man has other options. (laughs) Like, I I mean, I don't think it's, it's abnormal. I'm operating as though this is, in my mind, a single man that I'm just getting to know. I start off assuming that they have options. I start off assuming that they're talking to other people and I have options too. And I'm talking to other people too. But the whole idea is if it's about prioritization, it's not about options. It's how a man prioritizes you in terms of how he feels about you. If you get in the Saturday night slot, you at the top of the list. Well, I was working my way to Saturday night in my you mind because it was work, just a couple you of months. You don't, you don't work your way to the top. I look at it as if you're interested, you're going to be at the top slot. And everybody ASAP else is going to fall back. Everyone else is going to fall back. ASAP? <laughs> yes. This from the woman that tells me I'll be rushing? No, it's not about. But what I'm saying is not for you to dictate. It's for him. If if a man is genuinely interested, he's going to make it be known. You don't have to sit here and try to figure out where you're at or what you're thinking about. It's all about where you fall into his schedule and how he prioritizes you. And you got caught up and you got lost in the sauce with all of the things that weren't important. Oh, you met his brother. You met his cousin. You met his third cousin. Who cares? With a bolognese. Yeah, nobody cares. Nobody. They're irrelevant. (laughs) They're totally irrelevant. So can we transition this off of me being in the hot seat and go (laughs) right on into your tips for how you know you're a side chick when you don't even realize it? I mean, I think we touched upon them and we had some common threads here between the two between the two stories, if you will. I think, you know, definitely, um, you know, the conversation Like, obviously, you know, texting is the lowest form of communication. It's so passive. It requires no thought. And I feel like if he's not even doing that, he's not interested. But in terms of the conversation, we spoke to that to the first um, example. He can't, if he can't call you from a stationary spot, especially his home, then that means that it's already occupied. And so he doesn't have time for you. And one of my number one rules, I don't want no man calling me from the bathroom. (laughs) <laughs> I don't. I don't want it. I, I do not want it because that means that you're calling me from the bathroom because your open living spaces has somebody else that you can't let them hear your conversation. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that that's to me, those are like the subtleties. I definitely look at, um, you know, look at how we go out. I don't want a man constantly coming to me and I'm not going to his space. I completely agree. I need, I need there to be some balance there. Um I think that it's important to kind of the Saturday night special. Like, that's what I I touched upon that. I think where he, when he chooses to spend time with you is very important. I know that, you know, obviously people have different schedules. But if he's he's only wanting to meet up with you Monday to Thursday. What about Friday and Sunday? I said Monday to Thursday. Mm -hmm. He's not really interested. 
Okay. okay. I feel like Saturday is priority. Friday, I put, you know, number two. And then Sunday, I put number three. Because Sunday is sacred, right? It's Sunday fun day. You want to be super cash that day. And you want to just kick back. And that's usually what you do with a significant other or close friends. Brunch or whatever the case is. Like, or just Netflix and chill. If you don't have Friday, Saturday, or Sunday consistently. Well, I would always have either a Friday or a Sunday. But you don't have Saturday. But of course, I didn't get the Saturday. So yeah, so let's not defend it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, this. He was definitely right. about his. He was a little more sophisticated in, in the way that he was leaving his web. I agree, and I think before the whole notion was that you wouldn't meet the friends or you didn't meet that. But right. I think now people are just so. Like, people very much follow the G-code, and people is like, silence is key. So, it's not going to be a situation where just because you meet the friends that, like, you're, or, like, you can, the ancillary family members, like, the cousins or the, like, the brother, the person that's like the brother, but it's not the brother, that doesn't matter. I've definitely been on on the other side of that. Like, I've definitely had, like, people bring their side chicks around Mm -hmm. me, and -hmm. as much as I wanted to, like, signal to the poor girl, like, get out. It's a trap. It's not going to happen. I didn't. Um, Definitely had a a very severe and stern conversation after she left, but she was none the wiser. Yeah. I mean, I think that those subtle things, like, you know, and I think ultimately if you are trying to figure out if, you know, someone is into you, then chances are he's not. Because men are very simple. Like, it's, it's very, like, they're very black and white. It's not going to be like, you know, let's see if you can guess how much I like you. Like, it's, it's, just, it's just not that. So, I always rule of thumb, if you got to think about it, he ain't for you. So, on that note, <laughs> um, you know, we talk a little bit more about this offline. But, you know, Bougie and Unbothered followed us on IG and Twitter at Bougie underscore BU. Thanks for listening. Yep.